0: we just got done recording with dale so you might have heard that last week or two weeks ago depending on we're getting a few episodes piled up
1: we're yeah and it's all in a good effort to it's like our repentance to y'all you know they're like let's just let's just crank it here for a minute (laughs) so i'm not sure if this
0: is going to be the week after dale or two weeks after dale because we recorded one a couple nights ago remotely yeah that I'm not sure when I'm going to release it. The mood was a little dark on it. Yeah. It, it needs to go out for sure at some point. So you might've already heard it or you might be you might going be to be hearing it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. But yeah. anyway, yeah. Dale Sand, who who we recorded with and you probably heard him last week or the week before he just left a few minutes ago. And we said, you know what, even though we are a little bit, the well's a little bit dry because we spend some time during the week talking and thinking of, you know, when we're going to get together of stuff we might want to go over we are kind of a little bit dry with not with life content but right. like you have to kind of think through and as you're talking more memories and things kind of we don't just have like let me just dip into the story well <laughs> right you know, it's like six <laughs> like stories come up as you're talking and thinking and you're like oh i forgot right. about that yeah. anyway but we do have a, a little hodgepodge i guess of comments or questions that we've kind of gathered that we've been meaning to get to so this is going to be a kind of an all over the place thing. We're yeah, gonna talk about yep. a few different things. We're
1: good. It's kind of a, like a housekeeping type of where it's like, you know what? we've got a little tidying up to do. I keep notes as I, you know, I'm sure you do as well on your phone or whatever as you're going along. And I'm just looking through and I was like, man, I just got a lot of just little things that I've been meaning to to bring up to ask you about, just whether it's a response to a video that I saw or you always have an interesting take. Plus, yeah, like you said, had a couple of different questions that came in that we need to talk about. So, so we'll see where it goes, how it goes,
0: yeah, anyway, also, the YouTube watchers're we're, we're working to get caught up of YouTube videos being released about the same time as the audio. We're still behind, but you will have noticed by now that our cameras hopefully are a little bit better. We did pull the trigger on a couple of cameras
1: when, when, and let's just let's be fair. when you said we you 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 pulled through big time on this cameras yeah whatever someday maybe
0: here's the thing right now this is a hobby yeah and as i and what hobbies are not expensive i sometimes have this conversation with my wife she with her vintage clothing she sometimes it's going really well she's really invested and booming, and then other times it backs off for whatever reasons and i try and say it's okay if it's a hobby because you're one of the few people that is actually making a little bit of money off the hobby. <laughs> Usually hobbies are just this endless sink of completely guilt-free spending. Right. right. <laughs> you just dump and you don't even feel guilty about it. Right. So if, if this ends up just being a hobby for us, well, guilt-free camera buying. You know?
1: It's all good. So uh, the next
0: guilt-free hobby buying, as long as this is a hobby is going to be some lights. <laughs>
1: come back on yeah we're I want to try the just the LED bulbs and see if that'll change yeah we'll see maybe that'll be my contribution next time i'll take I'll take a light bulb home with me and I'll come back with some LED lights well I, I'll take it <laughs>
0: I'll tell you what though I have been there is not a gym in our town like to workout yeah I keep going back and forth on the idea of opening a gym here and the problem is we have no buildings available in this town. For lease and I, I do not want to go buy a building
1: mm-hmm.
0: or build a building and just have a flame out miserably right. I don't think it will because there's not one available but and a, fit, a fitness thing is such a thing nowadays small towns you, you just businesses in small towns it's you, hard. tough but I if, if I ever do that whether I find a place to lease I buy a place I build a place I'm going to Add into the thing a podcast studio. You are? Oh, yes. A dedicated studio space. So so that
1: someday, if I ever decide to. Could you you make it like a dental storage? If the podcast remains a hobby, could you somehow use your dental thing to like relegate one closet in the facility for dental storage? I'm sure.
0: I'm sure I could. And then I could write off the whole facility for storage. Yeah. 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 Something. I don't know. We'll see. But anyway. So that is a that's kind of went running there with I. Hopefully these videos are a little better than the the video quality is better than what it's been.
1: In fact, one of my little trinkets that I'm going to offer later in the episode has to do with a gym video, and <laughs> so I'm going to remember to bring that up because this is something that you, if you do put a gym here in a small town, it's something you're going to run into. Let's just do it now. You want to do it now? Let's do it now. Okay. So I and this this actually was more than just a video. This was. This is what blows my mind. This was actually a news story. This was, someone thought this was worthy enough to take the time to write an article about this and put it out there and and highlight both sides of this issue. The whole issue itself, to me, is a little silly. How, I think a lot of these have to do with, in my mind, is just the weirdness of the current younger end of the society that we live in the headline was something along the lines of woman is shamed at gym in video and the story goes it's very upfront right off the bat it, it talks about how this this woman is a fitness influencer not knocking the not knocking it necessarily just it seems to be a niche that is heavily Niche. Satu- a niche, sorry, a niche that is heavily saturated these days. a Fitness influencer. So she is in a gym. The video shows that she's wearing workout attire. That's stuff probably wouldn't have worn prior to you know the last few years. Little, little risky. Little, uh, just a little underweary-ish. You know, <laughs> which of course, if you're an influencer and you're trying to show off your goods it will be it your muscles your it's the official uniform of a fitness influencer is like a like a little sports bra and little booty shorts yes official official uniform of a fitness influencer so somebody at the gym said something along the lines of hey you should try lifting with some clothes on (laughs) sorry i shouldn't laugh but this, of course, is what erupted like. And then this becomes content, I'm sure, for the influencer. What's wrong with what I'm wearing? And you're like, well, it's okay. Like, wanna just be like a straight up adult and look at it? This is the 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 outfit of an influencer. Okay. It's yeah, it's it's you're trying to show off as much of your body as humanly possible because you're trying to get an edge over the rest of that field of influencers. And I think that regular gym people are probably a little bit like, oh, okay, I'm just saying this could be the case. You know, you might get tired of all the cameras everywhere doing like selfie videos, doing squats and whatnot. But anyway, it was outrage and lots of comments about, you know, mind your own business and blah blah blah. And I look at it and I'm just like, how, how is this how is this that so many people put time and resources into making this article and you see these similar videos, you know, go home, Karen. You're like, well, Karen, Karen's probably just sick. All these little beboppers skimping around the old gym, you know, and, (laughs) and just one too many, you know, it probably wasn't necessarily that her outfit was any worse than any of the others. I think it was probably more of a case of like, I'm so tired of this. Like everywhere I go, I'm in somebody's video in the background on accident. And that's how the frustration probably came out. So I wanted to, you know, I'm gonna basically present these and then I just want your thoughts.
0: Hmm. I'm trying New- to think newsworthy? of how I'm trying to think of how to phrase my response with not offending you as you are an influencer
1: says you are social media <laughs> no, no i do not set up cameras in the gym my my influence is very small and it's very candid hmm i'm not sure what to think on that actually this might tie into an even bigger problem that i'm going to say i hate what instagram has become instagram is broken when i got on instagram back in the day it was 2014 been a long time I got on it initially because it was strictly to share, you know, family photos with each other. You kind of just followed your siblings. You followed each other, a few cousins, whatever. And then I realized one day that there's actually people that do cool things that post those things or those interests on Instagram. It's really genuine. It was like pretty raw. It was just like, hey, I'm a mechanic. I always use that as an example because those were the first pages I started following. Like I'm a mechanic and this is what I do. And, you know, check this out. Here's a tip for this. Here's a trick for that. And it helped my trucking so much. In fact, it's how I met the guy that came out and overhauled my semi with me last summer. I should say that he overhauled it and I did it with him. (laughs) He didn't do it with me. I did it with him. But just to go to show like there were like amazing connections you can make back then on a really genuine down home level. I felt like, and as time has gone on, the whole platform has turned from, this is just us putting out what we are. And here it is to it's, it's more now like it's just this scrolling through endless reels of people trying to, I mean, they're funny, like they make funny videos, but that's, it's just like these, funny unoriginal some of it's original but it's hard to find it's it's typically something that's been done by hundreds or thousands of other people doing the same skit or the same and i'm like what what happened to this thing and it's like if you don't do this the algorithm is going to bury you into the bottom corner of instead of trying to you know get you hooked up with other truckers that might be interested in learning about trucks or you know sharing the cab (laughs) over hobby or whatever you're buried into the back because you're not doing a reel where you're like doing this song and dance and tip back. and So maybe that's why some of these videos bother me so much because everyone has just turned lockstep and gone zombie and they all are putting out the same stuff, the same things. There's no originality anymore. Like nobody's just, Hey, it's me. Like there's none of that. So when you, st- when you're, Talking about and teasing about my my influence, I I try to keep that originality and not not get sucked into take stories for example Instagram stories. I'm not saying it's wrong to repost something or tag you know post something that you were tagged in, but stories anymore they're like either just advertisements for something or a repost of something, and that's all they are. It's like a story is supposed to be something. Brief and fun that attaches you or attaches your viewers to you in a very original way. And it's, it's just all lost. I feel like the whole thing is just turning into a melting pot of goo. So my thought is it's all. It's all viewer driven, though. It's, it's viewer driven, but the, 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 the content creators are pushed to produce this content by the viewer. Is it by the viewer or is it well, by who's the one Instagram? Who's the one clicking on it? The, so, but who started the push for real? Like you, everyone. There's all this thing where everyone's like, you have to do reels or you can't be on Instagram. You're like, well, well, I, I don't,
0: I don't even remotely be, begin to claim to know anything about algorithms or understand it.
1: But this is but why look, your opinion's good, I think.
0: But if I had to just think about it. Whatever social media platform we're talking about—YouTube, Instagram, TikTok—which I I don't know anything about, other than a lot of people are on it—they want eyes on things. So if things are being put out that are not being viewed, they have no reason. There's humans that are having to view this stuff. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I, 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 I don't always know that the. That Instagram is saying we want everyone to produce content like this versus saying this is the content that's being viewed. So we're gonna give people that are viewing this content more of the same content that they're already viewing, and it comes like it's viewer-driven.
1: Yeah, I see. So you, yeah, your take is that it's viewer-driven. And I think my take is that they looked at the success or the mindlessness of TikTok and saw how many people just wanna scroll through. Meaningless yep. videos, and they went. We want that kind of engagement, so we want to push our creators to build that, so that we can try to get the views that TikTok gets on our Instagram uh, platform. But again, it's viewer driven because of the TikTok viewers. that started the well, whether, drive, whatever it is, it's yeah, viewer driven. Right.
0: So, like so your, like say, your, so your inst your 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 story of the the news article with the, uh, you know, in, in fitness influencer shamed or whatever it is. Did you click on the story?
1: Yes, yes. because I want. Well, hold on, to, hold on. Because of my anger with Instagram, that's why I but, clicked on it.
0: Okay, I like that you said that because a lot of the stuff that people are clicking on is designed to cause an emotion that causes mm-hmm. you to click on it,
1: right? And yeah. so,
0: so what you're telling the AI that's driving all these these algorithms, like I'm helping the problem. <laughs> so yeah, so there's not like people that are going, oh, Jackson clicked on that. Let's give them more. Right. It, it's completely artificial intelligence driven. Right. I think. <laughs> no, again, I don't know this for sure. You think this yeah. is just based off of things that I, I I am pretty sure are happening. It's all it's all algorithm and AI driven. So when there are things that cause an emotion, you click on it, and then you get emotional. You don't like it. Oh, I don't like that. Yet you keep reinforcing things that seem to cause an emotion you're clicking on. So it's viewer driven. So if content creators or influencers, it's such ridiculous terminology, but for lack of a better term, see, oh man, if I can do videos like this, it gets a click. And so now they are going to produce more of that. Viewers are going to then look at that because it's just, but it's viewer driven. Mm, Okay. I got you. Do you ever, let me, I'm just going to, I don't spend a lot of time on Instagram. But I'm going to just go into here and go into my search. Let's see the top one, two top seven things here before I even get into anything different or pictures of teeth. Oh. <laughs> okay. They're pictures of teeth. Yeah. Because I spend a lot of my time on Instagram, actually looking how other dentists are doing procedures and how they're doing stuff. And when I do get these random reels that, our fitness influencer in their uniform, it I, I am not interested in, I don't click on them. Okay. And I'm not and I'm not saying people do it because they're interested in it, but if something can spark an emotion, right? You're gonna click on it.
1: Gotcha. Okay. I know. So then you know I understand. So, so what
0: I should say if all in fact if all the people you followed were truck mechanics and all you clicked on was truck stuff. Yeah. I'm going to bet you're not going to be getting a lot of reels popping off about fitness influencers that are being yeah. shamed.
1: And well, and just to be, just so everybody knows it <laughs> wasn't on my Instagram. It was, it was a news story written by a news organization
0: just to get that out there, but here's the other thing too. Online, <laughs> online it all ties news it. organizations. Mm-hmm. My understanding is they get paid for the click. Yeah. They get you to click on the news story paid. Right. That's so they want to drive emotion. Uh They want to drive emotion. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my thought on it. So like, as far as the as far as the actual influencer wearing whatever they're wearing in a gym, when I go to a gym and I go through phases of being much more involved in working out and not that when I have gone to a gym, I'm usually not even aware of the people around me. Okay. I've got headphones on. I'm working out if someone has clothes on or doesn't have clothes on or tight clothes or loose clothes or male or female or <laughs> whatever. whatever is next to me, I'm usually not even aware that what's happening other than there. I mean, there is a human in proximity to me and that's about the extent of it. Okay. I so, feel like, I feel like if look, you go to the gym and your workout is disrupted because there's someone wearing tighter clothes than you're wearing, you should probably focus on your workout a little more. I think like, what do you like? Like what do you do? Like, yeah. What are you doing? What are you here for? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Figure it out. Yeah. Now, do I think that's appropriate? I don't even, I don't know. I don't, Whatever. I just don't care.
1: So I think I'm going to, I'm going to say then that I, I hate that society is getting to this point that this is a thing, that it's even a thing. That's, that's, and that viewer views have driven Instagram to where it is. Yeah. That might be the more, but that's proper. Yeah. So then dovetailing into that, here's another one. Okay. Okay. Here's what we got. You've heard all the out, uproar the last, how oh it's been the last couple months, I guess, since Twitter started charging blue checkmark members $8 a month to have their verification. Mm-hmm. Elon, master Elon said that it's uh, it's a, you know, it's not a big deal. It's a way to make money. Twitter's, you know, he bought it because it was a failing deal. And this is a simple way. Some people have been like, okay, whatever, eight bucks a month. A lot of real famous people have gotten a little outraged about this. And they're like, well, I don't, I ain't doing my blue check mark then. Which to the normal folk makes it seem like, why are you complaining about $8 a month to have, to be verified? Like, why are you complaining about that? Anyway, you've heard that on the news, right? Mm Mm-hmm okay and that's fine whatever you you people have your opinions the celebrities whatever do what you want to do I don't I don't care if you pay your eight dollars a month but here's something that I discovered today in my you know social mediation I got a I got a official notification from Instagram asking if I would like to be verified to get my own blue check mark the blue check mark you're an influencer (laughs) i am a content creator what's that you like to say as a content creator my opinion is <laughs> so anyway i get this thing so i click on it because i'm curious the the qualifications and stuff have all they've, they've changed i remember a couple years back when i had looked it was it was a huge process and i was like Whoa, who would ever do this i can see why legit famous people need a blue check mark because there are like, for example, on, on heavy D sparks YouTube channel. He'll all the time. Someone will respond to every single comment with a picture that looks like his Mm. saying, you know, click this, call that whatever. And so people should be able to look at that and go, Oh, there's no check mark next to this. This is a scam, but yet people still, they don't pay attention to the verification and they still get sucked into these, these scam things. But so I can understand the point of these. Here's the interesting part. I click on the, like, what's required thing. Instagram, which is a meta, it's called meta verification, which meta is Facebook and Instagram and probably a few others. But so the meta verification program, $14.99 a month. Haven't heard a word. Haven't heard a peep. Nobody, nobody's like outraged twice as much as old Elon wants on Twitter. I learned it today because they sent me a notification. I had no idea that they even charged. Everyone made it sound like to even charge was just like, what, are you kidding me? Mm. Here pops up the meta verification. 1499. Interesting. So what do I think about that? So why? What's what's, what's the difference in the beef? Why is there no beef on the expensive one? Yeah. I, I'm going to go out there and say my thought of mm-hmm. why
0: it would be, is Twitter has become a completely different. It's totally different to me than Instagram, as far as news dissemination. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram's not so much news dissemination. It's
1: more entertainment. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Where I mean, Twitter is a is a place that I mean it, it's looked at as journalism in some aspects because it it's it's where mm-hmm. news comes from and i think people probably feel like having access to you know news and truth and yeah you know is that exists on twitter i understand <laughs> right. i don't you know no one is correct quote news and truth right. but the the per, the that i don't want to say the purpose but the the uses for twitter are very different than than uh, instagram so i would venture to say that is where the that is where the people freaking out are are coming from i yeah leave twitter cool like if, if yeah if well unfortunately i think a lot of people actually care what people that get paid to pretend they're someone else think and that it's actually important <laughs> they have anything to say like like what actors what actors or actresses yeah who are literally being paid to pretend they're someone they're not <laughs> like they're like what they Your think whole
1: life revolves around being someone you're not
0: <laughs> so actually all of a sudden all of a sudden i It, it amazes me how you can have a child actor who never went to, I probably never, some, I don't, they even get a GED. Right. Because they're not in high school. They might get a GED. Definitely no education beyond that. And they commit their craft to pretending to be someone they're not, which some of them are amazing actors and actresses. Right. Great. But how all of a sudden, how all of a sudden do you know so much and have so much wisdom and philosophy to say this is how
1: the world should be run? When you've never lived in the world (laughs) you've never been in it you've been in a fake world your whole life
0: when someone in in that kind of a capacity says that's it i'm not going to pay i'm leaving twitter for me personally you're (laughs) literally not giving me any information that does one single thing for (laughs) me so cool just just weed in the garden cool like like (laughs) i Okay. that's good see that's what i want to hear from you this is- and, and i'm going to put this into the the other thing like i i'm a doctor if you come if you consider dentists doctors i, I loosely doctor <laughs> but let's say mds so many people who get a medical degree at a, a, a doctorate degree in some field of medicine all of a sudden we think we're financial geniuses more <laughs> business geniuses because <laughs> so because we all of a sudden have this certain level, now we know everything about everything, especially business and finances. Just why you see so many medical people with doctorate degrees in medicine, whatever field that is, are barely hanging on financially. But we think we know everything because we got a doctorate degree. I feel like it's the same way. Because you have a platform as a as a, an actor or an actress, all of a sudden you know everything. And I'm, I'm not talking about being an activist. Anyone can be an activist, and I think we need activists. But I'm talking about like, just come on, guys. <laughs>
1: just like come any, on. like anything. Come like, on. I don't want to know anything. You have no value. So
0: the, the Twitter blue chart, yeah, that, I know you weren't asking me that, but leave. Thank you. Okay. Cool. Okay, I no, like, this, is, like, this is good. You're there. You're not there. I, I don't care because I, I never I never really cared what you said in anyway. no. Okay, good. Thank but you. I think the outrage probably becomes because Twitter is uses a different type of information dissemination platform versus instagram
1: okay that will be my that will be my guess any any elon hate maybe factoring into the i don't want to pay this because it's going to elon which would be weird if that was the case it would be weird because he's like the father of electricity (laughs) and so many people have made him i'm sure
0: hold on a second elon the father of electricity electric cars sorry oh
1: that i can't slip anything by (laughs) you
0: i I wanted to make sure you didn't really think that
1: (laughs) elon created electricity
0: oh oh, i'm sure there's an element of that to it because like it or not it comes down to i mean this is not an arguable point the 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 left side of things Mm -hmm. benefited greatly from how twitter used to be and the right side did not. Elon is, I'm not going to call him right. He's he just kind he's of a very wide open person. <laughs> if is, you actually yeah. look at a lot of his stuff, but one thing he really seems to talk a lot about is free speech. I'm not saying I think that or not. He, he portrays that. And I just find it interesting that someone who comes in wanting to open up Twitter to be much more less restrictive on what he says is free speech. People are, I'm going to leave if there's free speech. Yeah. Okay. And of course, they yeah. put in the the, the vein of, uh, oh, there's going to be much more hate speech on here, which did you see that a uh, couple of weeks ago, Elon was interviewed oh, by that oh, BBC yeah. reporter. Yeah. The BBC reporter jumped on the whole thing. There's this yeah. increase of hate speech, blah, blah, blah. And Elon said, all right, Just cool. Show me, me the examples mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, it was awkward. <laughs> and Elon is smart enough that he said, okay, I'll do this interview, but we're recording it and releasing it as well as you are and they cut BBC cut all that out yeah. so all this stuff you're seeing of Elon <laughs> lighting this reporter up <laughs> was all what would have been edited out by the BBC but
1: anyway okay. yeah that was Let's- interesting okay so move on so I'm gonna give you the my business take on the blue check real quick and then we'll get to the next thing well let me before we do that let me say this
0: are you being a little bit scammed do you think the r- real serious influencers are being charged their blue check or do you think <laughs>
1: I think it's a scam. I'll tell you. Here's what, I, okay. here's what I think. Okay. I think that Instagram knows that so many people want so badly more than anything in life for people to, to, to recognize them socially. I've heard this multiple times now in Montana. This is in Montana, Loom. I'm, I'm hearing people say, I don't know what my kid's doing. All they want to do is be an influencer. <laughs> and I've heard this like three different times in the last year or so. And I'm like, oh huh well that's, in- that's interesting. So here's here's what they do. They know how badly. It used to be like to get verified. you had to have so many tens of thousands of followers and were, it was pretty it kept it kind of weeded out to where you're like, yeah, well yeah, of course they're verified. This is some famous person that most everybody knows of. But now the fact that they sent me a notification offering me, hey, you too can be verified. For only fifteen, fourteen ninety nine a month. There's so many people that getting a blue check mark means so much to them because now mm. socially they are recognized as I mean, you see a blue check mark. Well, who's this guy? They must oh yeah. <laughs> it's funny now. If you see a blue check mark, I kind of make it a point now when I see one to just click on it. And so many of them, you're like,
0: the what? Well, like if I'm ever reading comments, if it's the blue check person, I'm always like, oh yeah, click yeah, on this. Yeah, this
1: is the real thing. So genius. Uh, it's almost a little cruel that they have taken advantage so badly of people's innermost desire mm. to be recognized with a blue check mark by saying, I mean, that's a lot of money. You think about other subscription services you pay for, what you get for that $15 a month. Like- There's a lot of apps and things that offer a lot of, a lot of stuff. And this, you're getting a blue check mark so that everybody can go, oh, they must, they must be important. So
0: when you signed up for it, did you, (laughs) did they have the option if you pay for a year in advance to give you one month free?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's good, man.
0: But I'm, I'm going to tell you something funny while you're <laughs> just talking about like going into Instagram and looking on like the search to see what comes up uh-huh. I just kicked over to the Steady at the Wheel page uh-huh. which I've never searched for anything on the Steady at the Wheel page okay I've never done anything on it it just, I have a personal page and it's very interesting what they are just putting out there to see huh I wonder if Steady at the Wheel podcast is interested in this look at this 100% of the pictures <gasps> are celebrity pictures of the celebrity without makeup and with makeup,
1: what? like what part of the algorithm tells it like, ooh, this might hook him. That's amazing. Look at that.
0: As I scroll down, <laughs> one, Every one of one hundred percent of the pictures well, look, as look, I'm scrolling through
1: this. There's a weather one. They're trying to hook you with the weather.
0: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if this even is going to show up on here. But this is legit. <laughs> I've never once searched for anything. On a steady the wheel Instagram page. Look at that. Every one of them is like a before and after with makeup
1: and without. There must be something about it that the algorithm recognizes. Did I give you the password to this? Been... <laughs> well, because I'm my my soul's deepest desire is to be verified. So I've been trying to work on my before and after shot. Okay. And that, so maybe when I
0: when I, like I it. you know what you never look the same as when I see you in person versus when I see your Instagram videos. So maybe that's the thing.
1: <laughs> oh my
0: goodness, Phil. Yeah, interesting. So
1: those of you out there that if you've ever pondered or thought about a blue check mark, I encourage you to use all of this as motivation to actually not want a blue check mark. Don't don't give in. You're not famous. We're nothing. We're all just people out here. You don't need a blue check mark. I'm gonna tell you what makes
0: you pretty legit without a blue check mark is if I click on there and see that they have two hundred thousand followers, yeah, probably fairly legit. <laughs> That's you know. I mean Follower count is all I need to see. Unless they, well, now I guess you can yeah. buy followers. I don't know. You can, you can, you can. Which is, yeah, I, I just have not.
1: You, you can take that. Here's how you do that. You can take it a step further when you click and you go, whoa, they got two hundred thousand followers, and then you look at a post that looks pretty respectable. Like, ooh, that's probably a good post. You click on it and there's like two hundred and five likes, and you're like, somebody's been paying
0: for followers. And four comments which are like click on here the first five people that respond get a hundred
1: dollars yes. that's when you are and then I, that's when i get like that kind of pity sorrow thing where you're like oh man, come on man yeah. like don't 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 fall into that don't well, do that just be you people like you they'll follow along you know you, you find a good page you find a podcast you really <laughs> like tell people about it yeah. tell them about it <laughs>
0: which coming back to this yeah i Instagram is useful for me. I I get a lot of good information from it. Like I say, I I follow a lot of really good dental pages, and mm-hmm. I particularly particularly European and South American dentists. There's a, a very different emphasis, and I I pick up some really really legitimate good stuff. And I'm I'm this is me being totally <laughs> serious.
1: Okay. I'm I'm like, is he setting me up? <laughs> no,
0: just stuff that we we typically don't have access to, just because a little bit of the style and things we look at and. So I, I get good stuff there. Yeah, there's a huge range of of, of good stuff on there, but there, boy, there's a lot of That's trash That's what it you have to is. It's through. still there.
1: You just gotta dig through it. Yeah. All right. It's annoying. You got something else? Yeah, I've got I've got a little advice. I mean, we're getting through a lot. Of, I'm going to be able to delete so much stuff off of my little list here. So so far, the things you've kept notes on to talk about are
0: wearing wearing tight clothes, working out. It's not so much Instagram to- <laughs> Instagram influencers. Okay. How you know how yeah to get a blue check mark to influence on Instagram and Twitter. Okay, so cool, let me just see what, so all the things you wrote down, let me just check real quick here what
1: I, okay. He's doing me dirty, right now. Oh, uh, same things that I've talked about on. This is the worst time, because I'm just sitting here, I know it's coming and I just sit here and have to wait for it.
0: <laughs> I, 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 I'm i just, I'm looking through what, what we have talked about, we haven't, okay. Yeah. How can we be better neighbors and serve the people and make other people's lives better around us? Okay. Yeah, that's good. We haven't talked about that yet. Oh, no. Oh, no. If you come across someone who's been in a car accident and <laughs> might be dying, what are the best ways you can do to save their life? Okay. Yeah, we haven't talked about that one either. <laughs>
1: All
0: right, what did you want to talk about? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm kind of lost. Oh, in the thing.
1: You're just so lost. In service. You're such a turkey. Oh, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's go back to these. these. <laughs> okay. Man, I just I'm too easy. Right. Okay. So next one, I've got some advice. Don't, this comes from watching my wife's experience in the late term, the last (laughs) term of her pregnancy. Don't, this is just great advice to all you out there. Don't say dumb things to a pregnant woman. I don't care if she's three months pregnant or if she's nine months pregnant. It's best if you don't know that what you're going to say is just straight up good. Like there's no way this could, any way, be taken wrong, just don't say it. Just yes.
0: hang on. So here's, I'm going to, I got to stop you here. Okay. I think it just needs to be, don't say things. Don't to say anything me. because no matter how well you think it, the amount of hormones and the discomfort that's coming along at the late pregnancy. I don't think anything, anything is taken well, no matter. <laughs> so when you say, it's if you don't you think it's that. just really good and it's going to take well just assume it's not. So don't say anything. <laughs>
1: It's funny you say that because I was trucking with with Cody, who drives, you know, with me, and we were hauling a couple loads of hay back. And I think what caused me to write this note down had just happened. And he's like, "Hey, my best advice—it's exactly what you just said." He's like, "I don't even want to say anything." He's like, "Your wife, like, pregnancy is great on her. She looks great, beautiful, awesome. You look happy, healthy. But I ain't even gonna say it. I'm just gonna talk to him like I normally would." Any other day? Because I, I just don't want to, I don't even want to toe the line. So the, the only thing, the only thing that I
0: recommend that you can get away with saying is just the simple question. Are you pregnant <laughs> or, or when are you, when are you due? <laughs> so, the, so the only, the only thing, the only thing that's safe and okay to say is if you suspect that someone may be with child, just say, how far along are you? Are you pregnant? What's you do? something along those that lines.
1: Be pretty safe.
0: That's the safest
1: thing to say. Other than that, don't say anything. Else. Even, even when I know that I'm like, no, no, I know some, no, she's pregnant. We know this, you know, I heard that so-and-so was pregnant. No, they announced that. I know that I still, because I just have enough doubt in my mind that I'm like, but what if she wasn't, let me say this, just don't you guys, just I hope that. you know that that was completely sarcastic.
0: <laughs> what I just said, under no circumstance should you ever, ever, ever ask someone who maybe who you suspect may be with child if they are with child. Can I give you this was the be, worst? Because <laughs> it
1: because it will sometime not end well at all. And it's so awkward. Okay, I want this is a true story, and I want you to imagine this. This is you know the term, you know, oh man, I really put my foot in my mouth. It's when you say something that's so so awfully awkward. That you just want to just fall into a hole and vanish. So check this out. And Haley told me this this week. She goes, she was at such and such place. And and this guy's there. And the guy's standing there with this gal. I think it was some festival, music festival or something. She was at somewhere. And anyway, she knows this, the, the lady in this, what looked like a couple. She knows this lady. So she's standing there talking to this lady. And then an, a stranger comes up that was some kind of acquaintance of this lady also. And she comes up and she goes, boy, you two are sure such a cute couple talking to Haley's acquaintance and the guy. And she's like, you guys just look so happy together. And what a, like, what a cute couple. And the lady doesn't even try to smooth it over. She just goes, oh, well, he's gay. <laughs> and then he was, it was, and he was. And, and the lady's like, oh and immediately starts like backpedaling uh, mentally trying to figure out like how do you recover from that and which isn't a big deal it's like whatever okay no big deal I mean fine it's fine everybody's fine but the lady you know in the moments reeling mentally so her next go to I don't know how it got to here but her next go to she turns to the lady to speak again and says something along the lines of how's your pregnancy going (laughs) She goes, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> oh, she man. wasn't, and oh. I just thought, oh, talk about the worst double double that you could probably drop in Montana to be so socially awkward that you're just like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. But people come up now in the late term to my wife, and they go, like, are you as miserable as you look? Oh, oh, oh. you're like, what? that's that's your go-to when you when you like what, <laughs> what? or. Boy, I bet you're so sick and tired of life about now. It, just like these most negative, And you're trying it in those late terms. You're trying so hard to stay positive because it's just, you're hurting. You can't hardly move. It's hard to get up. It's hard to get down, whatever. And these are the things when you go out. So she's kind of at the point where she's like, I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to talk to anybody because these are the things. So I, I thought I should pass this along just as good. Yeah, it's it, Just to make it safe. Don't
0: even make eye contact with someone who you suspect might be pregnant. Yes. Don't make eye contact. Keep your head down. If they speak to you, just yes or no
1: answers. Don't even ask questions. And they'll be happy for it. The woman will be pleased that you did not engage.
0: Yeah. So I, I remember at the end of the twins, it was their war. I wish I could remember them. Some of the questions. Yeah. Because the questions... I'm going to be honest the questions that that just drew outrage to me I was like
1: hmm
0: <laughs> you thought maybe we were borderline okay I don't know if they were borderline
1: <laughs> I think they were totally
0: fine <laughs> which is whor- which is why I'm interjecting when you said <laughs> unless you absolutely think it's like, totally no, fine just don't it, it's it, if you think it's absolutely fine it's not so just don't say it <laughs> anyway
1: okay. okay all right okay so then that that leads into that leads into this one which was brought up which is interesting. So when people, if you ever had someone come up and this is typically, this is in response to maybe something you've done with your hair or your, I, I get it like with my beard, maybe I've got this with your hair, but they'll say, man, I love, you know, whatever it is. I love your long, I love your long beard. Wow. I could never do that. And you're like left going what do you mean you you love it i could or i would never do that i love it but i'd never do that so like where where have you had this before can you think of this mm-hmm. okay what are, like what are they where are they going what's the state of the other person are they is they actually trying to compliment you or are they going up trying to voice their displeasure in a way that they think they can disguise as, like, hey, I love that. But I would never do that. Have you ever thought about that? I've been hearing this one a couple times lately, and it's just, it's an interesting one. Well, that I can't figure out. I, I, I don't take it negatively. Okay.
0: For instance, oh, how long did it take you to be a dentist? Oh, that's so cool. You're a dentist. How long did it take? Oh, eight years. Oh, I could never do that. Right.
1: Like that, I feel like that's a compliment.
0: I think it's the same thing i think like growing a beard to the length you have it's a it's a time commitment mm-hmm. it's a you know some luckily i think you have a spouse who doesn't who doesn't mind facial hair but sometimes if you're trying to grow a beard you're also fighting the yeah the significant other on it you, you know there are things that you're getting comments on it so i would i look at it as a totality that someone says oh i really love that i, I couldn't do it well yeah because it, it 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 takes a commitment some ways. I just realized.
1: So they're admiring your commitment.
0: I think it's more that way. Mm-hmm. So but, maybe. But depending
1: it, on the mood that I'm in. Yeah. Okay. When I hear that. Okay. I don't always respond favorably. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's has to do with if they say I would never do that or I could never do that. Could would connote that it's, I don't have the ability to get that done. Good on you.
0: Mm-hmm. I still.
1: I still I think would never do that. But I think it's the same.
0: Mm-hmm. Someone can really respect the, what you put into it. Cause there's things I could I'm trying to think of an example. There's things I would respect someone's like, oh man, that's really good. I would never do that because I, I, huh, okay. I, 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 I just know I would never go through the, the process of it, uh-huh. but depending on the, the, the mood, mood. Okay. that I'm in, yeah. when I receive that compliment,
1: <laughs> kind of a, right.
0: it may be a response, something like, clearly you don't have the bone structure for it <laughs> <laughs> or something like that, depending <laughs> on the mood I'm in. Like, or I might just say, yeah, it, it takes a bit and on I go. But I I think one of the biggest reasons that you probably take it a little poorly is that <laughs> there's a lot of self-confidence issues. Yeah. A lot tons. of real, real unsure of it yourself. Yeah. So I could see that. So my my advice would be first off to sit down and look in the mirror in the morning <laughs> and say, I'm, I can do this. I'm strong. I'm strong. So <laughs> once you do that, then I think you won't be.
1: something s- me get over it
0: no it was seriously i think it i think it comes i think i think God, uh, it
1: comes from a good place but it's just a little different way to so like if someone goes oh
0: man you're in the cattle trailer and the truck stop and goes oh man how long have you been on the road And you're like Oh, i've been driving 48 hours and they're oh, like that's true oh man that's awesome i would never do that i could never do it would you be offended by that no i wouldn't in that case because they're they're going man that is <clears throat> that's awesome i i wouldn't or i couldn't do that yeah. Okay. I think it good. I think it's not a negative thing. It's a good opinion. Unless you choose to take it to do and then
1: Okay. No, that's what I like. I always like the loom opinion. Your your take on it. So let's see. So from that, I'm gonna say one of my just a little tidbit of advice on the beard side. Don't ever go up to a guy with a beard and ask him, What did you do to your beard? It looks shorter. Or is your beard shorter? I get them getting that sometimes. I'm like, well, duh it's shorter. I trimmed it. But it's like, and they don't mean anything by it, but I'm always a little like, because it's as, fu- it's as, it's as it's full, everyone says terminal, I hate that term, but it's like, it's full, like this is my full beard, that's it's not going to get longer, if it's shorter, it's because I trimmed it. Now, I'm not going to some kind of weird regression with my health. By the way, I think my hair's growing. Again, mm. it stopped for a while, I think it's back on track. Oh, really? Luke told me last time, I asked why my he thought my hair quit growing he said, because I frosted my lettuce. Kind of like when your lettuce plants get frosted, they, you know, they, they go back. Because I'd highlighted my hair a little bit and I haven't touched it in like a year and a half. And now it's finally coming forth again. Do
0: you think that correlates to, seem seemed like you were complaining a little bit about your engagement on social media earlier on Instagram. Not <laughs> as many people were engaging. Do you think that's because your hair
1: was not frosted? <laughs> you didn't have the highlights in it? That could be, that could be. <laughs> I'm going to try a more natural approach this summer to lighten it. Maybe just get a little more of that. Hey, (laughs) okay.
0: I, I forward you an email that we got this last week about gas mileage.
1: Hmm? Yeah.
0: From Richard Rextalis. and man, Richard, I hope I did your last name justice. I'm I'm sure you hit it dead. He gave us some, made us feel good about ourselves at the beginning of this email so thank you for that richard and then he went on to the fuel mileage he also has taken interest in in his fuel mileage techniques and one of the things he talked about okay he was just talking about doing his basic maintenance and some he just said something told me to check clamps and he had six clamps and a crossover tube was loose most of the clamps were on the turbo and right before the egr valve yep never before i did this i was getting around six and a half miles per gallon now a week later i'm at 7.1 and better power so when it comes to fuel mileage and such clamps on everything turbo or emissions related he thinks should be checked monthly they do loosen up causing boost leaks and sensors should be cleaned every three months to boost sensor in input what do you think about that
1: i think it's smart i'm glad he brought that up because i've talked we haven't you know, got to get through all the fullness because there's so many things you can do. I'm really glad that he, that he says this because what he's referring to is your engine basically has two different airflow systems on it. One is bringing fresh air in from outside, cleaning it, and shoving it <clears throat> into your engine to help your engine combust and be clean. The other airflow system is exhaust coming out of your engine, going out the tailpipe, Basically, not the tailpipe. The stacks depends, whatever. Anyway, there's the exhaust side and the fresh air side, and then on all these newer motors, there's also a technology called exhaust gas recirculation, where it takes a portion of the exhaust, the smoke, and runs it around and puts it back into your engine in a little in a little amount uh, along with the fresh air to help lower the emissions levels. So all this. The system, whether it's on the exhaust side or the uh, fresh air side, it's all held together with different clamps and boots. On the fresh air side, there's these rubber boots with clamps that, if those boots get any kind of a hole in them, you'll lose some of your turbo boost power. So it won't be able to shove quite as much fresh air into your engine because some of that PSI is leaking out of the boot. On the, the exhaust side, if you're losing, like on your exhaust recirculation, if you're losing a little of that, not sending the proper mix into your engine really great point so by keeping all that tidy and tight everything's flowing nice and smooth think of it sort of in a way like when you know when you're in your car have you ever rolled down like one back window in your car and everything gets really weird inside yeah oh, it's yeah. like what <laughs> it's sort of sort of like that in a way by keeping your windows up it keeps everything tight and streamlined inside the cabin and on the outside of the car you crack something open and everything kind of gets weird and shaky and that's what he discovered. So that's great. It's good for him. So thanks for that email. Is that something you check on yours normally? You know, I, I do. Actually, yeah, I do. Because I just found that my turbo slash turbo to manifold gasket was compromised last week. So I have to put a new gasket on one of my joints. So let me, I would, let me ask this. Maybe I'm um, correct in, in saying this. Did you know that
0: those... Clamps being loose or, you know, maybe not everything there would decrease your fuel efficiency as much as he experienced. You just doing that no. as maintenance, knowing no, that it just I'm keeps so, your system tight.
1: I, I didn't realize that, you know, in his application, that's a half a mile per gallon. That's crazy. That's good. So that's a huge catch. Uh, yeah. Very interesting thing to, to think of. We talked about that. We're going to do
0: some, start doing some videos of different things to yeah. post on YouTube. That might be something. That'd be a great thing to go over. To go over where mm-hmm. those clamps are. Yeah. Like what, what Richard's talking about, where those clamps are. You know yeah, he talks about them.
1: clamps and then he talks too about um, a few different sensors. There's some airflow sensors that also can get gummed up basically with carbon and yes, take those apart every so often and and clean them every, you know, every six weeks, every oil change, kind of whatever works. So that'll be a, another flow. subject that might be worth talking about. Yeah, for sure. You're dying to get
0: into this last subject. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to say this last thing so we can finish up on what, because you're going to be the one. Basically talking. In fact, I might even just take my headphones off and
1: go get some bite. Go get a bite
0: to eat or something while you talk. (laughs) Richard sent along a couple pictures of his rig. Mm -hmm. It's a what they call an extended cab. What is that called?
1: Basically, it's 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 a semi where they take the factory sleeper off of it and they put a little like an RV body box on the back that's all furnished to like live in it.
0: Looks good. It's cool. Richard looks good. I've got a couple other people that have sent pictures of their of their their trucks or their rigs, whatever you want to call it. I think it would be a neat thing to do to start posting those on, yeah. on our Instagram page. Yeah, for um, sure. So if anybody, if anybody, you know, you hear us talking and you have your truck, you know, a cool picture of your truck or, you know, something, send it over and, let's, and remember, let's start
1: putting them up. I love aerodynamic trucks. So don't feel because oh I just got an aerodyne. I better not put it up. We're all brothers of the highway now. Hey, we grew up, in just about the most bare bones, basic. It was the, it wasn't just about it.
0: Was. <laughs> un- aesthetically, un aesthetically pleasing yeah. truck you could ever be in. And then when you do that, you have appreciation for the real, yep. you know, Gucci would out trucks. <laughs> so <laughs> everything and anything, we love it. So if, if, if you, if you'd like to go on our Instagram page, you know, send us a picture of your truck. If you want your name and where you live. Yeah. What you do. Send, well, send it along, and, yeah. and it'll just be a little blurb that we'll put on there, you know. So if, if you want to participate in that, we'll. But I think. Oh, and it's fun
1: to know who's listening from where, you know,
0: where yeah. you're from. Definitely. So so yeah, if if you if you want that on here, that's something but you can send it on. You can direct message it.
1: Can you? Can yeah. you yeah, yeah. So you can send a picture, direct message, and then you can
0: on steady at the wheel podcast on Instagram or email it. Yeah, I'm not. I th- if you guys haven't got the sense. I'm really Instagram illiterate. Jackson's getting the blue check; he's a little more advanced <laughs> not, than me in it. I'm not. I'm not. But getting I do know how it, to ever. take a picture from my from email and get it to Instagram. I think. Worst case, you can screenshot
1: it. <laughs> That's <laughs> trim true.
0: Now, <laughs> so so, stay at the wheel at gmail.com or you know, stay at the wheel podcast on Instagram. Uh, All right, Jackson.
1: Okay, so uh, let's do this. I had a I had a question sent to me last week by a young 21 year old trucker. In Iowa, I'm clicking over here specifically, just a sec. Okay. Noah Peterson. And Noah had a question that he asked, and I'm always happy to answer questions and and kind of give advice and try to help direct, you know, especially young guys, old guys, whatever, but especially young guys that are gung-ho, try to kind of direct them in the way they should go. And his question to me was, it was on in on one side, it was more than I... Wanted to have to message back using my thumbs and, you know, in a message and on the flip side of that, it's a question that I get quite a bit and I wanted to just get it down officially in the podcast so that when I'm asked in the future, I can say, hey, go check out whatever this episode is and you get a little blurb and I'm not going to go fully in depth on it here. It's stuff that we'll, you know, we'll probably share more and get into more as we go. But his question was, he is, Noah is, he got a CDL when he was 18 years old, which was the same path that I did. He's been driving, doing things there in Iowa, in an ag community. So there's lots of need for CDL guys there. And he's 21 now and he's desirous to become an owner operator. So his question was, how do you do that? Like, how do I do that now? What do I do? And I want to preface this explanation with what I'm going to say. It's, it's not easy. It's not, it's not, it's not even really simple, I guess. And it's not fun. It's none of those things. It's, it's guaranteed to work. It's, it's worked for me. And I promise that this method works because it has factually worked for me. So this isn't, there's a thousand ways to get into trucking. There's about 998 ways to fail in trucking. Trucking has been great to me. It's, it's become a great success story of my life. It's treated me well. It's treated our family well. And I found success in trucking through doing it this way. Now, if you did it a different way, I'm not dogging on you. You're free to do what you want. Noah asked me as, as Noah, he said, what would you do if you were me? Okay. So I'm going to share this from that perspective. So if you've done it a different way, great. Just keep that in mind as I go on. Okay. So what I would suggest, you know, at age 21 is do not, do not go buy a truck until you can pay cash for it. Financing is so easy these days and it's given out so freely to to young truckers. That many of them, they go, they buy a truck, they get in way over their head, and things get a little slow. They encounter a major breakdown, and they are in a major bind. It's one of the perks of being a driver versus an owner. There's really no bind to get in because you don't have a truck payment. So, my advice what I did was I worked and I saved, and I worked and I saved, and I worked and I saved until I had enough cash built up to buy a usable old truck. Now, a huge advantage for you is that you are looking ideally to get into a little more local hauling in your area because of all the agricultural stuff going on. And as such, you can, you can get a truck that's very affordable in that twelve dollars to $20,000 range that is going to serve you very well. But do not buy that truck until you have enough cash saved up, not only to buy the truck, but on top of that, to have about as much as the truck's value in the bank. So if you buy a $15,000 truck, I want you to have $15,000 in the bank, free and clear, set there, okay? Because you have enough money to go buy a truck, doesn't mean you should yet. I want you to be prepared for it so that should you encounter any breakdowns, any situations, a $15,000, essentially like a slush fund for your business and operating account is going to help you overcome 99% of the problems that you're going to have so once you've saved up and and do that by being a driver do that by by getting all the extra hours you can it's up to you how quickly you want to be able to save up that let's say that forty thousand dollars and once you've done that now you're in the game and by not having any debt as a young trucker and having you know fifteen to twenty thousand dollars in the bank, you are going to be ahead of the majority of the rest of the owner operators that that run around the country okay so I think uh...
0: Not having a truck payment, yeah, by being by not something, you don't have a truck payment. Will line up a little bit with what we talked about on a previous episode about brokers, mm-hmm. and the problem is is truckers taking loads that maybe they shouldn't because they don't pay enough, and it just. But they you said to, the yeah. the truckers say no. Yeah, if we start saying no to things that we should be saying no to, yeah, we're not going to have this problem.
1: This will give you the power to say no. See, here's the thing. If you don't have a truck payment, if you don't have a a big bill at your mechanic shop that you're making payments on and things kind of go sideways for a while, they always will straighten out. But for a while, they might be sideways. It's no big deal, man. Park your truck. Worst case, park your truck and go drive for somebody for a few months. Anyone's going to hire you. So go drive for someone for a few months. Take care of your, your baseline. But there's no danger. You're removing... By just taking a couple years to save up this money, you're removing so, so much stress and danger from your life. Now, as you go, I'll be honest, I, I, we need to do an episode on this sometime. I've owned in my, say my whatever, eight or 10 years of trucking, I've owned like 19 different semis. I went through semis. I mean, like they were going out of style. I'd, I'd, I'd save up enough money to pay cash for an upgrade. Boom. The old one was gone. Here's the new one. I'd run that one. <laughs> I'd saved up enough to upgrade. I'd upgrade. There's no shame in having a new truck every six months. Let's just call it disp- s- dispose. Yeah. In, in dentistry, we have a lot of.
0: There's a lot of things you can get that you can sterilize and reuse, and there's some things that are disposable. <laughs> yeah, and and, and yeah. there's some there's some things that to buy something that's reusable, it's so much more expensive than something disposable. It's just not worth it. Yeah. like get something, use it till it doesn't work, and then just buy another one. Yeah,
1: it, and in, and in my case. I was able to use it and keep it functional and by having some history, I would turn around and sell it and I could sell it and say, Hey, I've hauled this with this truck. I've hauled this, I've been here and I've been here. This truck runs good. It'd be a great farm truck. And all my old trucks, I sold to farms and ranches and I sold every single one of them for at or more than I bought them for because I had history on them. I could say, I've been running this truck for six months or a year and <laughs> you can resell them. You can basically upgrade your way for nothing. So Anyway, keep that in mind. Okay. I had a thought, a question
0: I wanted to ask you along those is if I was a young trucker wanting to start here.
1: Mm-hmm. and I, I have another thing while you're thinking of it, if you want. Go ahead and say it. Let me see if I can so it. So his, Noah's next question was, okay. And of course this is all new because I haven't told him any of this. So he, he's listening as you're listening. He also had a, said, could you talk about insurance? Insurance is tough.
0: Okay. Yeah. I remember what I okay. was I mean, going to do. Okay. We need to think about if, as is, is we've talked about doing videos. Uh-huh. It could be a little intimidating going and buying a used truck or not a truck from a dealership type thing because oh, yeah. you, you don't know what you're getting into right. you don't, and you've probably gotten stuff into things that you weren't expecting. And as you've done it more and more, you probably have some, some kind of standard things that you're going to check for on every truck that you found out ends up being a much bigger problem than you might've anticipated. Mm-hmm. That's probably something we should spend some time on at some point yeah. saying, look, I'm I'm not recommending. In fact, I'm fully recommending that you pay cash for trucks. And if you're going to do that, you're here's some things you really, that I think are really important to look to before you decide to commit to a truck that you're buying for you know, let's just say fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So that's something I think we should we should look yeah. at doing.
1: And things like here's a little teaser for that. You'd be surprised how little difference there is in a fifteen thousand dollar or a forty thousand dollar truck these days. Very little difference okay let me let me ask another question because this is something that we have
0: I don't think we've touched on it but it's it's come up we were taught when our fuel mileage talks we're talking about the fuel savings you get on aerodyne type truck mm-hmm. the fuel savings on that is enough to make a payment on your truck mm-hmm. so we said that as an illustrative comment right But you're saying do not finance a truck no so If you know you're trucking enough and the fuel savings are making your payment, is there any any situation you would finance that?
1: Personally, I I just won't finance a truck. I just, people do and that's, you make it work, do your thing, that's fine. I would, I just, I just don't want, I don't want someone standing over the top of me with my business equipment. Cool. All right. On you go. Yeah. So insurance, insurance, insurance is tough when you're young, Noah. It's hard because- uh, it, companies know that you're young and that you have no history, and they take advantage of that. All right, and that's just—it's like the blue check mark thing. Insurance for young truckers is like the blue check mark for young aspiring influencers. Okay, insurance—it just flat out is going to cost you. If you're young, it's flat out going to cost you eleven to fourteen thousand dollars a year. It's just what it's going to cost. That's going to cover your truck. It's going to cover your trailer and probably a hundred thousand dollars worth of cargo insurance. And a million dollar liability policy. It's the cost of doing business. Okay. That insurance cost is going to stay the same whether you haul 10 loads a year or whether you haul 100 loads a year. So keep that in mind and take advantage of that and and make sure you, you put some loads in the bank because your insurance isn't based off that as much as it is. It's just an annual cost. Once, here's the good news you keep your nose clean. All right. You pay attention to stuff, keep your nose clean. That insurance rate will go from that, you know, eleven to fourteen thousand dollar range down to six to seven thousand dollars a year range. So th- they actually will give you a break once you prove yourself, you know, you get a couple years down the road. In fact, you're 21, typically truck insurance doesn't want to touch you anyway until you're 23. So you have two good years, keep driving, keep hammering, save, save, save. And when you're 23 years old, let it be your goal to have that money in the bank buy that truck, have money for your insurance and roll on. Do they do any
0: insurance based on the age of the truck? Like with vehicles, a passenger vehicle, the newer the vehicle, the more expensive the insurance.
1: Yeah, it's it's kind of weird with semis because you can kind of, to a point, you can set how much coverage you want. So you could have an old truck, but right right now, it's weird because old trucks are some old trucks are worth more than some mm. newer trucks are because of the emissions situation would i recommend that you buy an older truck especially as you're starting out most definitely a pre-emissions truck you're doing local work you're doing farm work and it's it's going to save you money
0: does he have a background in agriculture you know he well i don't <laughs> think he
1: mentioned but i'm i mean he's, he's there so i would assume so this is
0: what i'm why i'm i'm asking this for insurance reasons mm-hmm if let, let's say his dad is a farmer, mm-hmm. his dad is a rancher, can he get a truck and have it be under the umbrella insurance of the whole Some, ranch?
1: That, that's company specific. Some companies would cover you in a short area for that. Yes. I just, that, that actually, it's a gray area. It's, it's company specific, so I can't really speak to it. But I will say that there's a company out there called The Hartford. If you are an ag-based type hauler where you're hauling livestock and grain, get with the Hartford and see, they might be able to save you a lot of money on some of your, the cargo side of things. So chop around a little bit. You're probably going to find the only people that'll cover you are like Geico or Progressive, which are stinky companies for truck insurance, but they're the only ones that'll, that'll step out and cover a young guy. So if you're looking for cargo coverage, that's probably cheaper than what they have. You could check out a separate cargo coverage from the hartford which probably is someone we should talk to about a sponsorship. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now that I think about it <laughs> cuz we're in the livestock deal. Yeah. Uh anyway, all right. Anything else on that? No, I think I think that's good. That should kind of wet their whistles and it's worked for me. Hey, you guys, we do appreciate
0: questions Love because it, it gives us stuff to talk about and yeah. I, a lot of it is things that other people are
1: thinking. Yeah.
0: As they tell you in your your school classes Ask questions because you're probably not the only one thinking it.
1: There's no dumb questions. Yeah, that's which is not true. Um, (laughs) That's a dumb statement.
0: Anyway, the only dumb question is the one not asked. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Now ask us dumb questions too. If they're dumb enough, we'll talk about them. Yep. But uh, yeah, our YouTube channel. If you want to see this in, you know what, this is a good time. This is a good time to bring this up. Yeah. I have spent the past two weeks in various settings, indoor, outdoor. Sun shining, evening, snow, not snow, different rooms in the house, sitting down, standing up, trying to do a YouTube short explaining some more, some changes on the YouTube channel, and I've I've probably done it twenty times. What's the hangout? I just don't have the the charisma. <laughs> oh, it is they love seeing you. Oh, it's horrid. <laughs> no, it's only horrid to you. No, here's how There's I know no because way. I show my wife, and she's like, "Yeah, that's oh, not really." Good. <laughs> so it's like. Oh, I, as soon as that camera turns on, I'm like, <laughs> blah, blah. like, like you. You did a YouTube short a little while back about us that we've just been really busy. We're not posting for a week, and it's just like,
1: hey guys,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we got we got a, the highest viewed video with your show that we ever had with your short because you know the influencer mode kicks on. You're so dumb. And then I go to do it I'm like, <laughs> whoa whoa bo <laughs> bo. And then I finally get one that I like and I upload it and I realize it's too long for a short. <laughs> it's like the best part gets cut off. <laughs> so I didn't even do it. So anyway, this, I wanted, let's talk. I should, we should have done this at the very beginning for anyone that has tuned out a long time ago. <laughs> but we are talking all the time about our YouTube channel on air. And yeah. We haven't done anything, as right. you notice, but right. we talk about it just in conversation between Jax and I a lot. We are wanting to start recording a lot of videos of of things to do how to tutorials whatever you want to call it and like we talked about on here a couple of them just like right away what to look for in a used truck changing those clamps you know for that fuel savings but another thing that, that what we're never going to stop doing is posting the the whole entirety of these episodes like this this is always going to be on there yeah so you can always look for that but one thing we're going to do with these episodes in addition to the full length is we're going to start putting up clips of parts of the podcast episode. So for instance, you know, maybe we're, we're, we're talking about a specific story or a specific subject. Like, that's when, a Luke, few minutes like long. when
1: Luke was burning me down about the blue checkmark stuff,
0: you know, maybe,
1: maybe that, that'd be a great little, you know, little clip to put on.
0: Yeah. Or I was thinking of like, yeah, that would be, or I was thinking of like, like with like the Billy Jack episode, there there were, there were a number of stories and like they were each like, you know, three to yeah. 10 minutes long, whatever. We're going to start clipping those up and putting those as clips. And the reason we want to do that is just people that are kind of surfing around, just looking for something to watch. It's hard to to sit down and watch a, you know, an hour, hour and a half podcast so episode. so much stuff
1: that's in there that, it's buried kind of because you're like, well, I'm not going to watch this for an hour and whatever. We might title it something yeah. that's we might title it that is is maybe something that's
0: more prominent in the episode, but it might not come till 40 minutes in. So someone who sees oh, this looks interesting isn't going to sit there for 40 minutes to find it. So we're going to start putting clips up of just of of just highlighted things.
1: So in a nutshell, you're saying there's going to be episode highlights and then in addition to that, we're going to start making some help the young guys, help the new crew type uh, instructional videos, tips and whatnot. Yeah. And, and just, you know, things that are of interest with the trucks Yeah,
0: or life or whatever. Yeah. But so, so the main reason I'm saying this is when you start seeing clips going up on the YouTube channel and you've already seen it. Yes, we know. Yeah, we know. And that doesn't mean we're never going to stop posting the full length episodes. And there will be a playlist of the full length episodes. Those are always going to be on there. But
1: just to um open up, just for for algorithms, we're like, yeah, we're like sending out little scouts out into the YouTube world to navigate the the other people out there that we want to try to bring in. Yeah, I mean, like for instance, one episode that we got
0: some some different interest in was one of Jackson telling a really bad road stories through South Dakota, really bad storm, and to just have the you know, I don't know if that took you ten. 15 yeah, minutes to tell storm story it'll just be the clip of that storm story so someone who wants to just hear the storm story doesn't have to you know sit through a whole episode or try and to find it in anyway. just some things going on again yeah. we're gonna yeah i think we decided that we will start putting up pictures of people's trucks if they want to send us and kind of what their little operations are pictures of their operations send it we'll start putting that up on instagram you know everyone can kind of Tell each other how awesome or how horrible their, their rig <laughs> like, is, whatever it is. But if if someone does say you have a horrible, know it's with wide open arms. It's just saying it's horrible with love, right? And we know that because that's the truck that we grew up in.
1: Yep, yep, that's right. You know, also another reminder, you guys, Treasure State Truck Show, June sixteenth, going to be there playing music that night. Prior to the music, don't have an exact time yet for you, but we'll be recording a uh, live episode of City at the Wheel yeah we'll
0: have to we'll get more information like the website and yeah. all the where that's at as we get a little bit it's getting closer We're, yeah it's, it's gonna May be May 1st tomorrow isn't it so yeah. we gotta
1: coming yeah, around the bend
0: plan that I know um, no. do we need to do a hobby expense on like a canopy
1: oh I have one. Oh, you have one yeah it's a PepsiCo Mountain Dew I think Uncle Steve gave it to me oh man when he worked for Pepsi oh man I wonder if Pepsi will <laughs>
0: <laughs> official sponsor the Wheel Podcast it'll look like they are um,
1: even whether or yeah.
0: not they are, you know what? Why don't? Are, 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 oh, yeah, you'll be you'll have done a NASCAR trip before I'll
1: then. Be won't coming you? back. I'll just be getting back from three things. We'll have Portland. We'll have Sonoma. Both road races. I fly straight back into Bozeman where I'll be teaching an advanced auctioneering course the day before the truck show, and then come Ooh. straight over. So not just auctioneering, advanced. Advanced. Ooh. Yeah, I don't. I don't teach the normal <laughs> folk. I'm just the
0: hey, boys, I'm on the So, uh, I think that if we've got the Pepsi canopy to be under, yeah. Okay. That's going to look official. Can you try and find some, like, some serious junior motorsports and NASCAR, like, banners or things that might just have kind of be just i'm sure there's a lot of disposable (laughs) stuff that gets put up just for the race and they're gonna tear it down and throw it away yeah why don't you grab a couple of those things we can hang up people are gonna be walking by and going what is going on over there
1: nascar sanctioned meet and greet yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so
0: yeah yeah something to think about (laughs) something to think about that's
1: gonna be a busy week man
0: all right everybody thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later